you. Time is now at 10 minutes past two o'clock and you're listening to the 123 show with me, Noreen Mir, on this Tuesday afternoon. And since it's Tuesday, you know it. We've got the one and the only Andrew Dembina back on the program. How are you doing, Andrew? Hello there, Noreen. How are you? I'm good. Thanks. I- I'm very well, thank you. You're ma- international man about town and just heard you on Saturday as well doing the groove uh, live on Radio 3. <laughs> Sounded very good. Well, thanks very much. Playing a few tunes on a sunny Saturday afternoon. And um, while, the, uh, while the studios over in Broadcasting House are being renovated, I was enjoying the fact that these studios currently being used have a lovely window. Yeah. Which, um, I'm so jealous. Which... I'm really... And, and for, for some of our listeners who are wondering, you know, I'm, I'm doing broadcasting. Why am I jealous? So um, Phil and myself, we are now, you know, team, team one and two, team A and B, however you want to call it. Um, Phil Whelan and myself are in the Admiralty studio in, in a small studio um, where there are no windows. I can't complain. It's a it's a nice little location, n- nice little place. Um, but I'm so jealous whenever like I hear you and Steve James talk about the little window that you now have. Ah. Amazing. Okay, so last time, last time I'll mention it. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> not yeah. at all. Not at all. But, it, I have but that it's to really lovely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll like it when you get when you get there. If you get there before the renovations are complete. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. what have you got for us uh, well, this afternoon? Yeah, it's 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 a really enormous subject and something that I hope the listener will find genuinely inspiring in these times of uh, people still not able to go out as much or not being sensible to go out so much. So um, I wanted to look at the wealth of the well, the best quality that I've found of foodie online portals because around um, Christmas and New Year time uh, we dipped only into two um, that were focusing on cocktails, which were handy ones to make if you were just your family marooned, you know, as we were through COVID, Christmas and New Year, to make cocktails, just get a few ingredients in. But what I wanted to mention, the, the breadth, the breadth of um, foodie, um, high quality uh, social media, websites, blogs, YouTube channels or videos hosted on other platforms other than than YouTube, there are far too many to mention, and I thought, well, we can only—I can only mention, you know, some. And um, I think one chat with you today won't really be enough. So maybe it's something that uh, we, that we could look at. Yeah, I mean, not necessarily, you know, from week to week, but possibly break it up with other things. But but it's it, it's really interesting to get a point. I mean, we all like recommendations on things to see online, never more so than now, right? So. It's, um, I'll, I'll just start. Not everyone is on all social media platforms. I'll just mention for anyone who isn't on Instagram, um, what I'm, a, <clears throat> excuse me, what I'm about to mention um, can be accessed by by you even if you don't have an Instagram account. So don't switch off uh, from 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 listening on. Perhaps looking at these three that I want to mention that are on Instagram today. Then I thought we'd look at America. Um, much in the news for other reasons than food at the moment, but we're focusing on interesting food topics on platforms from the US. So, on Instagram, and anyone can find these, and I'll mention the Instagram handle as I go along, um, there is something called Omnivore's Cookbook. Okay, now, um, it's, it's, it's put up through Instagram and a website. Instagram is one way to have a look at some amazing pictures. And I've sent you a few pictures today, Noreen, um, for, for reference. Un- unlabeled, of course, as ever. Every and, week, um, every the- week I get these pictures <laughs> sent by you. <laughs> and I have yeah. no, no context. 
no no hints whatsoever. I talk you through them, don't I, every time. You and it's um and today today is no different. So the omnivore's cookbook, the relevant picture, is something that looks like it could be it could be a vegetable or it could be chicken with some red chili peppers and some uh, green onions and some chopped peppers. That's cauliflower. What it is. It's cauliflower. Yeah, it's cauliflower. Yeah, good. So I was just testing your eyesight. Your, your, your eyesight seems okay. It's, it's Kung Pao cauliflower um, rather, than, rather than chicken. Wow. So, it, it, yeah, it's an unusual vegetarian take and a pretty tasty-looking concoction um, of, um, of fried, uh, wok-fried um, cauliflower with all kinds of luscious ingredients, depth of flavor for while there's still a slight chill in the air. People, of course, do eat Sichuan uh, food, compo chicken being the most, uh, one of the signature dishes known around the world if people say that they're, they're um, you know, eating Sichuan food. It's a kind of go-to dish for many. Maybe it's the sweet and sour pork of, uh, you know, that, that Cantonese is known for around the world. Kung Pao chicken then um, has been substituted by the by the cauliflower as the main ingredient, and it's the uh, it's the recipe of um, uh, omnivore cookbook, which uh, is put together by a New York resident who was born in Beijing, and her name is Maggie Ju, Z H U, and the pictures on her Instagram account are um, not overly styled. It's not like food magazine style or kind of um, Netflix. Um, you know, beautifully styled pictures. They they they, they do look very delicious, um, but they look like the stuff that we would be able to make reading through her clearly explained ingredient list and method. So this is what I wanted to recommend. Things today, um, a few Instagram things that look really interesting, but you can do them. I've looked at the methods and it all seems manageable for most people with about 30 minutes or so to spare on putting something together after they're shopping and got the ingredient list. Um, her, her culinary styles are regional Chinese, so Sichuan is just one of many, and they're also Pan-Asian. And they're all cooked in her New York kitchen, and a lot of her content has been put together during these tough times, you know, over the last few months, and she's styled them herself. They look, they look quite, um, quite cool. They're pretty much into-the-dish type shots, and they all lead back. You get shots on Instagram, and I'll say again, it's, so it's at omnivore cookbook, all one word. And, um, and they go back to her, they have a link, each one, to the full recipe on her website, which is omnivorecookbook.com, which turns out, as I say, to be a very approachable recipe compendium. Um, and she's been awarded, she's young, um, she looks like she's in her sort of mid to late 20s which I consider young, and, uh, but she, she's been uh, awarded the winner of US-based um, Savers Blog Awards for 2019 wow. in the category of Most Inspired Weekday Dinners, meaning, meaning if they're, that, they're, that they're approachable. Weekday dinners, you can cook them up. So uh, the, uh, another one not to miss from her website, by the way, which, I, which I'm going to be going to, I'm going to bookmark it and go to, is 17 Under 30 Minute noodle recipes 17 right different asian noodle recipes from uh soup to to fries to cold noodle bowls things that you can really throw together for people who are you know modern day living in a bit of a rush so that's the first that's the first one i wanted to mention the second one is um has a bit more um out of the kitchen and into different parts of america and it's the uh it's something called on Instagram, it's at 
Ashrod, A-S-H-R-O-D, and it uh, is the work of Ashley Rodriguez. And she's 130,000 uh, followers who enjoy um, the fact that she not only posts things on Instagram, but they follow her there because she does some videos on YouTube called Kitchen Unnecessary. They're video shows, Kitchen Unnecessary. You can catch it on YouTube, Look, search for it on YouTube. And she travels the US and meets uh, wild cooks, meaning they cook outside. So Kitchen Unnecessary is referring to the fact that she cooks in the great outdoors. And once again, I sent you a photo, Noreen, of her talking to a wild cook, someone who is in the middle of a forest, and they are foraging on the forest floor under the canopy in the shadow of, of tall trees, foraging around for wild mushrooms and morels, which were in season, this particular episode. So, amazing. you know, we can... She looks yeah, quite young amazing. as well. Well, if you watch her videos... Um, in that picture, she does a bit. She's, I mean, she goes, some some of her trips are meeting people like this guy who's a mushroom, forest mushroom and morel and fungus expert, and they cook things using uh, mushrooms and fungus as a main ingredient. But she sometimes also does these down-to-earth videos, which you can catch on her Instagram site. And uh, that's her and her husband and kids going off with the dog camping and taking a load of stuff with them. And she talks you through a dozen or so preparation uh, utensils that you, that you should take with you for preparation and cooking that she takes when they chuck everything, you know, together to go off on a camping trip, which might be, I know that, uh, that, that it might be a bit different where if you, if you don't, not everyone has a car, which she does with her family, but, uh, but still you could pare down some of those tools and ingredients and think about it as a distancing break when things get a bit warmer here, maybe. Exactly. So, uh, Hong Kong is a great yeah. place to go camping. There's, yeah, it is. And can get very remote in a lot of part, a lot of corners of this little territory of ours. Exactly. And the the last one on Instagram uh, that I want to mention is called at Dennis the Prescott. Now his name is Dennis Prescott. He's put the word C H G the <laughs> in the middle of his name, uh, probably because of another Dennis Prescott, I should imagine, on Instagram. But um, he's one of the three hosts of Netflix's Restaurants on the Edge series, and we've talked about that one before. I don't know. Um, if uh, if you if you caught any of those, but they went around the world trying to save a restaurant, a bit like a polite, like a kind and non-sweary Gordon Ramsay thing of saving restaurants. But it's uh, they would go around different corners, including a restaurant in Tai Village on Lantau in our very own Hong Kong. Oh, where I remember yeah. you talking about it. I no, I haven't seen yeah. it myself. Okay, yes, that's oh, a good, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it's a lovely series if you ever get the chance to see that. I'd recommend to anyone. Uh, but he's one of the three hosts. He's the main chef in that series. Wow, and his so, Instagram um, page is amazing. It's what you call it is. food porn. It is. In fact, it's also it's the sort of stuff that has coined the phrase, his pictures are Insta-ready. That's what people say, isn't it? Oh, yeah, and they Insta-ready, are, yeah. Because they're, yeah, I mean, they, they have been styled beautifully. And this is what's very different from the first person that I mentioned, the Chinese cook, who's very much your average person ready, you know, for the average kitchen. He's <laughs> styled almost as if it is for a, a beautifully shot Netflix series. Um, but his um, energetic YouTube recipe videos can also be found, so look him up. Uh, Dennis the Prescott, also on YouTube. Um, and his his website is the same name again. And I've sent you a picture. It's his picture of the sheet pan chicken fajitas. And that's where you see, basically, it's uh, marinated chicken uh, fajitas, if you don't know, Mexican dish with tortilla uh, bread, uh, flatbread, 
and all put together um, with pickles, chilies, fresh chick, uh, chilies, um, avocado, lime juice, coriander, and it's simple recipes. Even though they're shot beautifully, I've looked, I've read through three of them um, off his website, and they look all approachable again. And and they, they even look like we can find those ingredients in Hong Kong. So that's one that I recommend. And I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna move on from Instagram recommendations. How about newspaper and magazine content? Well, staying in uh, we're in we're, we're we're talking about America today on these online portals to find out more about foodie information. Staying in New York, where our first person was doing Chinese food in New York City, I subscribe to the New York Times uh, cooking uh, weekly. Uh, newsletter which which drops in and you can also look for free on the New York Times cooking um, web portal and you find lots of different uh, columns by a very amusing and very well uh, structured uh, columnists that they have normally in their in their everyday newspaper these columns will appear but you can go straight to that NY Times cooking and there was one person that I read called Sam Sifton this week. Normally, he's cooking and eating in the company of at least one other person. But in the last couple of weeks, he found himself having to cook for himself solo. And he made this in astute point at the beginning. The business of cooking dinner for me, for lots when you're on your own, is linked to the notion that by feeding others, we're offering pleasure as a kind of a gift, a sacrament. Left to our own devices, we fall into traps, eggs on toast all the time, cookies, or one night I found myself spooning peanut butter into my mouth straight from the jar over the sink. <laughs> bit sad, isn't it, Norrie? <laughs> <laughs> it's a, a bit of a sad intro, but it's the kind of writing that I like. And it's uh, so, um, but because of course it goes on to say that wasn't a good place to be, and then he did something about it because he had to be isolated from people he was normally with just for this period of time. Um, maybe he was in quarantine, he didn't say, but, but it sounds like he probably was. So, to uh, uh, although um, he maybe he wasn't, because he went out and he got a steak, he got a single potato and a bunch of watercress, and he cut the potato into eight wedges, just put a load of salt and oil over them into a small baking tray, put them in the hot oven, and then pan-fried his steak with a butter, thyme, and a crushed garlic sauce all mixed together, and he had a really delicious meal, having put in not that much effort, less than 20 minutes to do that to do that cooking. He did the things at the same time. He just went out, did a bit of shopping. Sounds pretty good to me. That's really um, fast, actually. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. He just got he just got one potato quickly washed and diced up. 20 minute meal. Washed. Yeah, yeah. He 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 put he put the uh, he put the potato in. It was one small potato. And uh, and then made and then got his steak done in a pan and uh, done. That's what he claims. <laughs> so it's um, must have been a pretty hot oven, huh? Oh. But it's uh, but it but it looks it it. Uh, it I, I'm good, biting I my tongue. I'm just by okay. Fine, I'll just say it. It kind of reminds me a bit like Jamie Oliver without washing the veggies, and he just cooks a meal. Well, and okay, I did, said it. There you didn't you go. mention that. Okay, it could have. It, it, it could have been that to shave down the uh, the seconds and minutes, couldn't it, to make it twenty minutes or so? Um, but that's yeah. I mean, if you, I, I suppose maybe maybe people like that are of the uh, the thought, unlike of course you and me, that uh, that the intense heat will burn off any germs. But in the times of COVID, I think you want the extra scrub, really, don't you? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Um, 
So, uh, the next morning, he said, that, uh, not only had he good memories of the meal before, but he saved a bit of the steak, and he had it with uh, eggs, scrambled eggs, and, uh, and a bit of the big bunch of cress that he bought. So, um, yeah, I'm not a really steak and eggs guy. That's a very American thing, isn't it? Have in the morning. The yeah, I've day. never had steak and eggs in the morning. I've never had steak and eggs as a combination, actually. It's just yeah, I, I, I tried it. I tried it once when I went to New York just to see <laughs> what that would be like in the morning, and the answer was too much for so, me. Really, uh, really... okay. So, is the is the eggs uh, are they scrambled? Are they are they yeah. sunny side up yeah. or what's it no, like? Uh, well, he 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 said he had it with scrambled. I was offered. I had it in the place that I stayed in a hotel. And I could, and I had fried. I had fried eggs, so sunny side up. They might call it over there. A couple of those. Um, they did also uh, fry or grill some tomatoes and uh, and scrambled eggs, uh, toast. Uh, but it, it felt too much. It felt like I was having brunch or lunch because I had to go out and have a full day. I was over there working on something. Yeah, kind of reminds uh, me of like the big English breakfast. You know, you've got your bacon, your eggs, your gammon sometimes, maybe a bit true. of blood pudding, hash browns. Oh no, hash browns American. Sorry, take that back. Yeah, no, I mean you're quite you're quite right, Noreen. I mean, you know, why should it be that different? I think it's just that a steak in itself is quite a dense, rich. Uh, meat and it's yeah. um so whereas you've got your bacon and sausages sausage sausage has got a load of filler in it usually even if a good quality and uh and bacon is thinner but i don't know there are lots of i mean you think about dim sum people who really go for it with a dim sum oh, breakfast totally. <laughs> also, it's not the lightest is it i'm half yeah i'm half pakistani you know we have sometimes there's dal dal for breakfast you yeah know? yeah <laughs> so yeah yeah that, 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 that doesn't lie very lightly on the stomach does it yeah <laughs> i mean that's uh that's pretty that's pretty dense too yeah, well, I'm 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 looking at the time here, Nora. You know, I know we've got a couple of minutes, maybe. I'm probably not going to be able to get through quite all of this. No, but, probably uh, not. We've got about a minute and a half. Okay. Well, okay. I just want to mention then that cooking.nytimes.com is worth a look for great recipes. Um, there's something else that I saw apart from this guy's column. He added a few one-person recipes after it. So you could uh, you could look for those if you're having to cook on your own. All of these can be multiplied like any recipe or divided, of course. The rest of the recipes are easy to follow. I, I have my eye on a vegan, simple vegan soup that I like the sound of while there's a chill in the air. Back to cauliflower again. Cauliflower with rosemary olive oil that you can make uh, and you make your own rosemary infused olive oil first, which you can then use either to fry croutons or to dip bread in at the same time as having the soup. Oh. Sounds pretty inventive. That is quite inventive. Yeah. Croutons. Yeah. Oh, I suppose you do, yeah, yeah you, you get croutons in, in certain soups as well. Yeah. You do. And I mean, that's actually the guy who wrote that one said that, um, that he, this is something that is filling enough if you use what, he, what they call country bread, so a good wholemeal loaf cut up and fried in the olive oil with rosemary that you've infused uh, previously, um, then, um, then it can be even eaten as a lunch because the soup's pretty thick. Excellent. Um, Andrew, remind yeah. our listeners once again the three Instagram handles. I, I jotted down uh, Dennis the Prescott. Uh, w- who were the other two? Sure. The other two were at Ashrod, A-S-H-R-O-D. That's Ashley Rodriguez. And the first one was uh, Maggie Jew, who's a New York resident and cook, and her site is at Omnivore, O-M-N-I-V-O-R-E-S, cookbook. So omnivores, cookbook, all one word.
Excellent. Well, Andrew, thank you so much for your sharing uh, with our listeners today. So many hot food portals that we should all know about. Um, and perhaps it's a topic that we'll revisit another time. Thank you very much indeed uh, for your time this afternoon, Andrew Dambina. Sure. Thank you, Noreen. Have a good afternoon. You